Welcome to I'm So Obsessed, where we talk with actors, artists, and creators about their work, career, and current obsession. I'm your host, Patrick Holland, and you know today's guests from such shows as The Boondocks, The Goldbergs, and the ridiculously funny Reno 911. It's the actor and comic Cedric Yarbrough. Now, we talk with him about filming new episodes of Reno 911 a decade after the original show wrapped, his improv stage show, The Black Virgin, where the cast each night improvises a black version of a famous movie, and some new obsessions that he's developed during the pandemic. A quick note, we recorded our conversation well before George Floyd was killed by Minnesota police, as well as the protests against racism and violence that followed. Cedric, who is from Minneapolis, along with the rest of the cast of Reno 911, donated $10,000 to the family of George Floyd. Cedric says that he hopes this small gesture will help the Floyd family. So a couple things real quick. Uh, yeah, we've been heavily locked down for, oh boy, almost three weeks. I think Monday will be officially three weeks now. So um, yeah, it's just, it's... You guys were one of the first. Yeah, and supposedly it's helping. I mean, it, it's tough because I, I, I'm sure you have friends as well that uh, it causes a lot of problems for people who, you know, are in uh, the entertainment industry or doing like uh, jobs that require being in places where there are lots of people and, and it's it's tough to see people lose work like that so yeah i say how are you and your family handling it in particular are you you guys safe and sound feeling feeling okay yeah everyone's cool uh you know most of my family is still in minneapolis uh mm. where i'm from and so i'm out here in la so um uh, you know I, I go stints you know cut almost you know for quite a while sometimes just with work not seeing them so this is uh part of that this is longer than i wanted because I, I did want to go visit them after uh shooting uh the uh reboot of reno 911 but uh you know hopefully this will be cleared up and, uh, and i'll be able to to see everybody well, I'll ask one more question kind of about this situation because it is very unique and it's just, it affects everybody. It's, uh, but I'm wondering as a performer, you have such a background as a performer, like how does that change being home? I mean, you, you talked about doing, um, I'm guessing a video for it, for this benefit, but, uh, is it, do you have like that itch? Like, I, I just, I miss having that interaction with an audience. Uh, right now, no. <laughs> I don't just because I've I've been you know I've been at it for you know um, I've been working uh, you know I fooled them somehow somehow they think I'm good and so I've been I've been working a lot this this last particularly this last year with Carol Second Act uh, doing Goldbergs uh, doing Paradise PD the the reboot of uh, Reno 911 and the Boondocks so I've been working a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it's kind of nice to have some downtime. Uh, I didn't know I was going to do it all by myself this downtime, but uh, that's a little um, sad. But <laughs> but uh, I'm I am enjoying uh, kind of you know just this you know, being a little away, kind of being introspective, being able to write and uh, come up with things that I can maybe use in, you know, uh, in the future for, for, for uh, either for Reno 911 or for different bits that I want to do. But um, I, I got to say, I am enjoying 
uh, you know, this this quiet time a little bit. I'm curious, like uh, as we we're gonna uh, definitely talk about Reno, and you brought about writing. Like, what is like how, what does that process look like? Is it just like a like a cocktail napple kind of like idea? Is it a little bit more spelled out for you when you write when you're writing these ideas? Um, uh, yeah, whether it be for you know for Reno or for the Boondocks or or something like that, you know, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm one of those guys that just has. A, a pad of you know a little pad of paper and, and a and a pen in my pocket and just anything that will inspire me I, I kind of write it down just because I know I'll forget it but yeah for uh, particularly with with Reno nine one one you know uh, Tom Lennon and Ben Garant and um, and Carrie Kenny they 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 lead that that uh, that that horse um, and um, I'm so excited that th- that show's coming back man it's gonna be so so funny I, I i think people are gonna be very happy to uh see that thing come back okay so let's talk about like so why why is reno coming back and what is why are you so excited for people to see the kind of the revamped version of it yeah i yeah you, you know your guess is as good as mine why is this show coming? It, it's funny because i always felt like it would um we had such a good time on that show. It was so organic. It was so much of us, uh, you know, um, weird uh, circus mirror versions of us, but us, you know, and it just felt like we would come back somehow. For some reason, I always felt like there would be a, a reboot of some, some way, somehow. Uh, I didn't know how it would be. Uh, I thought maybe Netflix, and I, I know that there there was interest in Netflix um, for a while, um, but then this Quibi uh, format came, and um, they really loved the idea of of Reno um, and doing you know being on on, on uh, Quibi because it really um, works for their format really well. They're doing six to eight minute. Uh, maybe you know six to ten minute episodes on on their streaming service. So uh, Reno was a lot like the just quick sketches, you know, really funny sketches that we would do. You know, um, you didn't have to watch another episode before to get what this show was. You know, it was you know basically a cartoon. You know that you would watch. You know, we'd get blown up and one episode and and be fine the next so um it's going to be a lot like that six to eight minute episodes about two hours worth of content and um especially right now uh when we are obsessed with our phones and and uh television uh this will be a, a very good um distraction i think and it, um, obviously you were talking about like the, because it's on Quibi, it's these little like quick bites they call it, right? Is there other ways that it's different from the original? Uh, we have great um, returning guest stars that all that have always been great on the show. So um, I, I just think we're just funnier. I think, and and also with Quibi, you trim the fat a little bit. You just get right to the to the funny, the, right to the funny morning briefing, right to the funny joke that's going to happen, and right to the weird ending, you know? So, um, yeah, I just think that the show might be a little funnier this time. 
Well, let me ask you this, because like uh, going, obviously, uh, the major- the dialogue at least is improvised. And I'm wondering, is there like a uh, kind of get back in shape process kind of to jump right back into that? Or was it like, let's just, let's just see what happens? Or what was that like getting ready to uh, go back to Reno 911? Yeah, it. Uh, it's funny that you asked that because we didn't do anything like that. Um, and I, uh, and, and that's, that scared me because it's like, I, we haven't done that these characters in nine, 10 years, but I don't know what it is, man. I think we just, it was just, we were just ready. Uh, Cause we didn't go into any kind of rehearsal process at all. We just jumped right in and uh, you know, we just kind of remembered what, what these, what these characters are. You know, and also uh, with Quibi, part of the other thing they talk about is that the video can be rotated from like horizontal on your phone to vertical. It, does that like require filming differently? Or are there like multiple cameras, like one horizontal, one vertical? It does. Yes, um, it does require that. So there were different cameras, uh, different angles. Uh, we'll have you know um, uh, 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 camera footage from our. Um, now, you know, now police wear, uh, you know, cameras on their vests and on their body, their body <laughs> cameras. You know, that's not what, what we had in 2003. Um, so uh, that, that makes it different. So, yeah, we will have different angles for each scene. You can turn it around and you can see it from a different uh, view, which is also kind of fun. Um, you know, it, it's funny uh, that... You know, doing the show, we were always kind of skating the edge of being offensive or 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 you just got it. Uh, and now in this day and age, you know, people are a lot more sensitive, I think, when it comes to comedy. Um, you know, people are, you know, are, are offended. <laughs> and, uh, and, and with Twitter and with other formats, they don't mind telling you, you know, you suck. <laughs> so and we didn't we didn't have that you know um, in uh, you know the the previous version of of Reno nine one one so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think that's one of I think the reason I love the show is it's just funny. I mean, obviously, a lot of things over the years with our society's relationship with police and um, and that has changed. But it's also nice that you can just laugh. Yes. And we also address that issue as well. We uh, we go there. We're gonna, we're, we we make sure that we uh, we talk about those issues that that people are talking about about police brutality, um, about um, uh, you know uh, policing and 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 um, uh, judging before you know uh, you really know what is actually happening. You know both ways, whether it be uh, you know from a cop's point of view or and from from uh, you know, from a, a citizen's point of view. So, uh, but you know, uh, hopefully we we get people just to just to laugh and enjoy these really weird characters. And um, it's just so funny, you know, when we got in these costumes again. It's uh, and we we shoot a lot of it, you know, you know, on streets in, of, of Los Angeles, and it's just you know, people are honking and. And waving is like we're the Muppets or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the like, Muppets. You know? It's like when it. the like the Muppets have come to life. It's like, oh my God, what are you doing here? 
uh, well, I imagine, um, uh, is there roller skating this time around too, or? There, there are some roller skates that, that happen, you know, they, they, <laughs> for some reason they should show up. I, you know, I <laughs> but I don't know why you thought to ask, but. I don't know. Just have, just have a feeling. Hey, so are you guys going to get Eric Price back on that show? Yes, dude. He's brilliant. Super funny. Tried to out black me. I remember in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know if we have him on in, in this season, but I, you know, with any luck, we'll be doing this again. I hope people will like it, and then we'll be you know we'll be able to bring Eric back. Eric is super funny. He's got so many damn characters he he can do. Uh, but I would love to have a you know <laughs> another <laughs> another scene with him where. You know, he's, you know, he, some, somehow he's, he's, he's back somehow, you know. I worked with him years ago in Milwaukee, like doing theater. So uh, it was just so much fun to see him. To see him. Yeah. He's just, uh, he's just a machine with that. So obviously uh, you were also on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is another improvised show. It was the, the chat and cut episode. And how do those shows compare filming wise? Um, uh, filming wise, there are a lot more. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, Caribbean enthusiasm is more organized than us in Reno. <laughs> well, they're definitely more structured. They, the improvisation is a lot more structured um, there. They they kind of tell you kind of your parameters of of what they want um, in the audition process and in the filming process. With uh, with Reno, we're just kind of you know just just go just go for it, dude. Do whatever you you want. Um, but Larry was really cool, and I and I uh, uh, and I work with uh, Jeff Garland all the time on uh, Goldbergs now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that was uh, yeah, that was another uh, cool improv uh, fun moment that I got a chance to do and. So this podcast is called I'm So Obsessed, and you hinted at something you were obsessed with earlier, but what are some things in your life that you're so obsessed with? Okay, like right now, especially during this lockdown, I'm obsessed with everything. I just heard that um, the great Bill Withers passed away. I've been blasting him all day. Yeah, all day today. He's, I mean an amazing musician you know he's like the the black bruce springsteen man he was uh you know blue collar from the south and uh ended up leaving you know the industry just to raise his family which was is uh, an amazing story um so he you know he's been i've been obsessed with him i'm obsessed with ozark right now i've been uh catching up on that i'm a big jason bateman fan so uh finally got a chance to um trying to get through season one here and, and i'll probably get through season two because i got nothing else to do tonight there's so many comedians that pop up in, on those show well bob odenkirk right um is there anything like you, you think you have something like that in you or something you, you have that desire to want to do something like that definitely love would love to do something like that um you know, down down the line, um, 
sometimes it's hard for audiences to watch someone that you've laughed at forever do that. So, um, but I know a lot of, you know, comedic actors who are, you know, great dramatic actors, but you never get, sometimes you just don't get that opportunity or that chance to show that, that uh, part of your, your, your art zone. And uh, so hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get to do one of those, uh, you know, a couple of those, some, you know, when we, uh, when we do this, this comedy thing, when we finish this comedy thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, you also, there's so many things I want to ask you. Um, but let me, uh, the, with you have the improv show in LA, the black version. Are you guys, do you guys still do that? I mean, obviously not right now, but is that something you still do? Yes, it's something that we, we still do. And, um, and uh, right before, uh, you know, the quarantine, uh, we were just at the Kennedy Center. They asked us to come and, and do a show there. Um, and uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll briefly describe what, what it is. It's a show that I do at the Groundlings Theater with really funny African-American improvisers, Phil Lamar, Gary Anthony Williams, Jordan Black, Danielle Gaither, and Naima Funk. And what we do is, we what the premise is, we get a movie title from the audience, and then we improvise the black version of that movie. You know, if it was uh, Silence of the Lambs, we do the black version of that. Um, and some of our titles are, are, are pretty funny. We've done um, My Fair Lady, which was, uh, she's I. Uh, <laughs> done, uh, <laughs> we did uh, Silence of the Lambs, and that was called, uh, 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 why are you eating people? Uh, uh, we've called, we've done uh, Jaws. That was called Catfish. Um, so it's it's a great, great, <laughs> it's a great fun show that we do um, for the first act, and then the second act are the DVD extras. We'll do a deleted scene or an actor who auditioned for the uh, for the show or for the movie that didn't get in, or a song that didn't make the the soundtrack. We'll improvise a song. Because we have, we have uh, an amazing uh, band with us, um, and we've done the show uh, at the uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. You'll have to come and uh, see us one of these days, Patrick. Okay, so I, I just want to be respectful of your time here. We have a few minutes left, and I have a thing called just pick one, where I give you two choices and you pick one. So the first one, you got to pick one here, is Cedric or Cedric? Well, it Cedric, um, and uh, Patrick, I'm not sure. Do you have a black mother? You don't have a black mother, do you? I do not have a black mother. Yeah, I, 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 I could tell. Um, <laughs> you, I what? Do. What? I, I'm, I am horrified. <laughs> I I do, however, I have a black mother, and if you have a black mother, they want to make you extremely special. They want you to be very, very different than any other child that has ever walked this earth, and so that is how I've gotten the name uh, Long E. Cedric, as opposed to Cedric. I like Cedric, by the way. I saw him in the Yeah, uh, yeah. All it's right. a little. I think it's a little less hoity-toity. Cedric's a little, um, a little proper, little, um, little nose up in the air. Uh, Cedric's yeah, a little more down to earth, I think. Okay, right, next, next, pick one. Netflix or Quibi? Oh, 
oh man, that's not easy at all because I got shows <laughs> on both of them. Yeah, uh, you, you know, I, I'm gonna go with the they're 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 all all my children, and uh, you know, you don't pick your favorite child. You you, you love them uh, both equally, and and love on all of them, and, and you know, you, you give them both lollipops. Okay, this one's a little. This one's a little more. It's a little harder, but none of the other ones could be offended. Sketch comedy or improv? Sketch comedy or improv? Um, yeah, you know, um, I'm gonna go with sketch comedy only because improv comedy is so scary. It it still scares me. It's still very, very scary. You're sweating. You don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what your partner is going to say. You don't know if the audience is going to laugh. And it's a true, you know, you're 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 on a you're high wire. You don't know what's going to happen, and uh, and you can fall flat on your face uh, anytime. It's it's much more scary than than anything. I mean, if you if you're a stand-up comic, you have written material that you've probably done over and over and over again. Some nights you'll try new stuff and that's the scary, that's the scary thing, but you, at least you've written it out. Improv, you don't know what's going to happen. So let me, I'm gonna ask you one more thing about improv though. So isn't that fear though, when it does work and you do get that reaction and there is that also the connection between your scene partner, doesn't that have a different feeling of satisfaction than maybe getting a laugh in a sketch? Uh, definitely. It's definitely more satisfying. And um, I'm lucky in that I, you know, doing the black version show, particularly, um, we, we hit more than, than we don't. We, we have, um, we have amazing shows. Um, but it's doubly dangerous doing the black version show because it's black people too. So you got black people doing improv is just a dangerous combustible. <laughs> it's just it's just so damn dangerous it's just so so scary also black audiences they they uh they will let you know that was awful you know? <laughs> you know it's just all of it's very scary but to your point it's also the most satisfying because it's so organic it's it's all from you but it's also um you you feel like you're a pioneer in, in some ways because um, not many people have seen an all black improv troupe, you know, do a show before. It's it's uh, I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's just very different than um, some of the other sketch or sorry sorry some of the other improv troops that I've seen before. It's just it's it's just very combustible we're just very in your face and the music's good and and we're you know we will bust into a rap we will bust into a song you know and we will go right out of that into another uh scene um so um you know but being at the kennedy center was so cool such an honor and and uh it looks like we'll be doing it annually okay the boondocks or bojack horseman um, I'm going to go the boondocks, even though BoJack, man, that's, oh man. Yeah. 
I won't get in trouble, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Boondocks. Only in that I, uh, you know, I didn't I wasn't help helping with with the writing with with BoJack. That was all them. Uh, Boondocks is a little bit more my baby. You know, it's um, I uh, you know I did you know several characters on that show. Um, you know, I helped write some things on that show. A lot of that's also improvised as well. Boondocks. Uh, let me follow up a little bit. Like you were talking about the the process behind this different, or some of it's even improvised. Does that allow you a little more freedom or the ability to take maybe more liberties with exploring the character? Yes, definitely. They um, they let me um, you know really mess around with it, really try to figure out um, what the character is. You know, it it just helps you breathe life more into you know the into the character if you're messing around and and you're doing you know a voice and you know all of a sudden i just say you know <laughs> i i i don't care what you say i love Dion warwick i don't care what you, you know and I, that'll never i'll never use that in the show <laughs> but it just helps you know me with that guy that guy loves Dion work now i know who that guy is you know just be me talking about it me messing around helps me um you know it helps me with with the with the written word it, it, if if i know that i love Dion warwick even though i'm not going to say it in the line uh, it helps me color that line whatever that line is um, and that's what you know the boondocks w- allowed me to do uh, on the on that show not not all not all shows want they want sometimes they just want you to do what's written you know and that's fine too but I, 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 I will say that I won't be as invested in it you know I I don't have a, the part of a part of me in that character now like I, I I identify with the character uh, that I did on the Boondocks more because I was able to bring a part of me. The characters that I've done on you know, BoJack weren't necessarily me. I, I was I was helping breathe life into the character for sure, but yeah. that's all written stuff. I, I'm not improvising. I'm not you know bringing you know uh, you know something super or organic to the character. Oh, that's fascinating. Um, uh, since uh, we're talking about Quibi a lot in this interview, uh, obviously the th- one of the things about it was you could watch the video horizontal or vertical. So which one would you pick? Watching vir- vertical video on your phone or watching horizontal video? I didn't even realize people were watching videos vertically. I thought you just went horizontal the entire time. I, I would think that you'd want more uh screen you know more more bang for your buck i want i want to see it as much as i possibly can horizontally but with the research that quibi has done they say that more americans watch shows vertically so that's why uh we, we we're, we're doing both both ways hmm. okay next one deputy jones or officer meow meow fuzzy face Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 go with Jones here. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. I have to go with that one. But 
I, but I did like, I mean, I, I love Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face because he was such a superhero. He had this very, you know, he will save the day some kind of way, even though it's weird. You know, he just had this kind of, <laughs> he just had this weird kind of, you know, superhero thing that, that, that I like. And also, like, Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face, I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to put on makeup. It's just so much, he's so much easier, you know? Jones, I had to, you know, you got to get dressed. You got to put on pants. You know, you got <laughs> you to use your brain and improvise stuff. You got to maybe jump off a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's like the, what's one of the, what's one of the crazier, because uh, you guys actually do have some action sequences. Like, what is one of the crazier things you've had to do in, you know, 911? Oh yeah, no, we, you know, we have a lot of action scenes and a lot of, um, you know, we have a, like a, a stunt coordinator on all the time because, you know, we uh, will get shot. We will jump off of something. We will try to slide off of a, you know, uh, the front of the hood of a car. And also, you know, you never know what your guest star is going to do. They might take off running. And so you, it's, here we go, let's go. So it's, it's always something going on, 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 uh, you know, action wise on that show. I never realized. So if, if you're a guest star, you kind of like add, I mean, in a sense, add your action, like you're running or karate chopping or something, if that's appropriate, I would imagine. Yeah. You can just dart. If you, I mean, if if you deem it, you can just run out, and we have to chase you, and and that was, um, you know, that's that's part of the fun parameters on on that show that you know we tell our guest stars that you know do whatever that it is that you want. It's the rule of you know with improv, the rule is yes and, um, but with the police officer, he's going to tell you no. Uh, all the time <laughs> so don't hear what i'm saying uh, even though i'm telling you no do whatever it is that you need to do do what you want i'm telling you yes but my character is telling you no 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 put that down sir no uh-uh no not today no what where are you going no no <laughs> I want to thank Cedric for chatting with me, and I want to thank you for listening. Take a moment and subscribe to I'm So Obsessed on your favorite podcast app. And until next week, take care.